On today's episode, we are going to take a look at Amazon. They just reported earnings and the company is up about 5% after hours. So today's episode is going to be broken down into two parts. First, we're just going to take a look at the major points for Amazon, what they really reported on their earnings. And the second half, we're going to do more in-depth. We're going to take a look at some other financial documents to see if we can find anything crazy, anything cool or anything bad about Amazon. There are a few things I'm personally very excited to learn about. The first thing I want to learn about is more is to see how much their AWS, their, their clouding platform has grown throughout the past quarter. I also want to see how their how the overall e-commerce has grown. Um, obviously, we can see through the after hours that those results are probably going to be really good. But understanding how Amazon it, it did today can actually help us understand how other e-commerce business might do. For example, one of my other favorites, um, C Limited, is, is another e-commerce. So taking a look at the guidance here can probably help me determine some of my other investments. And before we continue, if you are new to my channel, if you like to learn about growth stocks, and if you are a long-term investor, make sure to hit that subscribe button. To all my returning viewers, thank you for all the support. Like always, please hit the thumbs up. It helps this channel out so much. And if you ever want to get in contact with me, feel free to post on the YouTube comments. I also have an active Twitter and a Discord channel, which is free to anybody that wants to join. I also have a weekly newsletter at josenaharo.com. But remember, all of this is free. I am by no means a professional. All of this is my opinion. So talk to a financial advisor before doing anything. So like I mentioned, Amazon right now after hours is sitting at $3,200 and it's up 5%. Not counting today's not counting today's increase, Amazon in the past 6 months has returned about 51 close to 52% to investors. Remember, that's not counting today's increase i, I want to say that'll be closer to to a 60 percent increase for for investors so congratulations to anybody that has been holding for only six months i know in the past year amazon is probably a lot higher yep it's over 60 percent not counting today's increase so this is the the amazingness of long-term investor and now let's take a look at some of their points from their recent earnings Okay, so let's start off with the major points. Amazon both be in earnings per share and revenue. Revenue was $88.9 billion, and this is up 40% compared to the same time last year. They did see it. We're going to take a look. They did see a huge increase in their sales, um, and they beat expectations there. But unfortunately, one that did not beat expectation was AWS. AWS, which is their clouding business, revenue was $10.8 billion. And this, we're going to take a look. This is up compared to the same time last year. But the overall consensus was around $11 billion. So it missed by $200 million. Um, this, to me, it, it just shows me that analysts were a little bit too hopeful for the clouding business it seems um but in return the e-commerce business was a lot heavier than what that was a lot stronger than anticipated the company does have free cash flow of about 32 billion for the past 12 months so amazon pretty much breaks down the revenue into three segments the first segment would be the north american segment so any sales any products sold in north america the second is international segment and the third is aws first let's take a look at north america their revenues rose 43 percent to about 55 billion dollars and this beat expectations of about 50 billion international segment rose 38 billion to, to about 22.7 billion and this also be 
expectations, which was about 19.8 billion. Like I previously mentioned, AWS revenue was about 10.8 billion, and that's up 29% compared to the same time last year, but it beat it missed expectations by about 200 million dollars. And this continues to confirm what I mentioned earlier on in this episode. It seems like analysts are seem to be a little too bullish on the clouding market and they were not and they're they weren't as bullish on the e-commerce market so i do believe e-commerce companies anything that's doing with online sales is is probably going to follow very similar results to to amazon right now um but i i am a bit worried about how analysts might be expecting the these cloudings if they expected a big boy like amazon to crush ex- expectations and amazon did not that to me just kind of gives me it kind of just gives me something in the back of my mind that tells me, hey, Jose, take be careful with these clouding companies. Remember, at the end of the day, these these estimates get, get updated on a daily basis. So it could have just been that analysts were just a little bit too heavy. But how heavy are they also going to be on those other clouding companies? It's all I'm trying to say. Not anything bearish, not anything bullish. Just just wanted to throw that out there. And if you guys remember, I did do an episode on Amazon on their previous earnings for quarter one when they reported. And they did mention that right now, due to COVID-19, they were going to be spending a lot of money to make sure on on COVID-19 expenses. So these COVID-19 expenses were going to be to pretty much keep their their employees safe. But also in in reality is to to write the it's nice to say to keep the employees safe. But in reality, it's pretty much to make sure everything is running because right now is a prime time for Amazon to continue to run because they need to be right now. The, as we can see, the e-commerce market is up. So they want to make sure they're grabbing all this market share, as much market share as they can. And the best way to do that is to be running at 100 percent, maybe even at 110 percent. So they spent about $4 billion this quarter um, pretty much to keep employees safe and to make sure that they're delivering the products to the customers in time of high demand. A few other things I wanted to know is the company was able to secure additional capacity in its fulfillment centers to absorb demand. They mentioned that the capacity they, they, they have now is capacity they didn't think they would need until 2021. So this to me tells me... it. it a lot of people are, are, are always wondering, are wondering right now. I hear a lot of like, who'll say, why are all these companies growing, growing their stock price like crazy? Why? What has changed? And you can see here a lot has changed. The amount of capacity that they need right now is what they thought they would need in 2021. So they're about a year already ahead in the future. So why shouldn't the stock price move with that relations, right? It is not the same company that we thought it would be. Um, we thought it would be six months ago. So that acceleration in the in the growth of the business accelerates the stock price. They also mentioned that Prime Day is gonna happen. Normally Prime Day happens on, on mid-July, but with everything taking effect right now, it's going to take place in the fourth quarter. And this to me, I thought was a little weird. I wonder how they're going to play it because they they obviously do their Black Friday sales and they do their Cyber Mondays. I just want to see how close this Prime Day is going to be to those holidays. And if it is, how much is it going to affect, right? Because if people buy now in July, coming back in October, uh, coming back in November, people are, are more likely to buy again. But imagine if you have sales, sales back to back to each other. How much would that slow down? 
Uh, again, it, it might not be uh, any slowdown, but just something to, to keep in mind of. And we can see here, breaking news right now that I'm seeing, Amazon will invest over $10 billion in satellite internet network after receiving FCC authorization. Um, so that's actually pretty interesting. And, and maybe let's rear off what I normally have. And let's take a look at, at what this article is about. So just taking a look at the highlights first, this is Amazon's project known as Cooper. Cooper. And it would see the company launched about 3,200 satellites into low Earth orbits. Morgan Stanley has declared that this project has a potential to be a $100 billion opportunity for Amazon. So definitely check out this article to mention. It does seem like the overall main purpose for this is to just bring, is to bring broadcast communication satellites around the world. So there is, so all those spots where there are no internet or any form of communication, it can help close that gap um, obviously this is a big opportunity and it will be rivaling against uh, spacex um, so that's that's actually a pretty pretty crazy thing if you guys definitely check it out um, i'll probably do a video on this sometime later this week all right so now that we saw the major highlights for for their earnings let's take a look at the guidance they give the first thing they mentioned is quarter three revenue guidance of about 87 billion to 93 billion which is well above the estimation, the the overall analyst estimation right now of eighty six billion. So they con they're continuing to see that strong that strong that strong growth in their e commerce business. And again, this gives me really happy. This gives me very happy feelings in my stomachs for all my e payment stocks, for all my e commerce stocks, and very and for all my e gaming e sports company um stocks. So so I'm really happy to see that. And this range works out to about a 24 to 33% year-over-year revenue growth, um, much lower than what was seen here, a 40-40% year-over-year, a 40% year-to-year revenue growth. But this is still pretty impressive. And actually, I wanted to take a look at Amazon's past annual growth. Um, and here I'm in Lacey FA. In 2019, Amazon grew 20%. In 2018, it grew 30% year-over-year. And in 2017, it grew another 30%. So it does seem that these quarters are, are growing a bit faster than what the average tends to be for Amazon. And that to me just shows how much market they're trying to accomplish to grab right now. The next thing I want to take a look is just what analysts expect Amazon to do in the next three to five years. So first, let's take a look at annual growth. For the next three to five years, Amazon is expected to grow its revenue about 15% annually on average. This is a bit lower than the industry. The industry is supposed to be about 16.7, but it is higher than the market at 9.2. Next, let's take a look at earnings growth. For the next three to five years, on average, Amazon for the next on an annually is going to grow about 38.1%. This is faster than the industry, which is 34.3%, and faster than the market at 225 so it is pretty cool that they are expected to grow their earnings at a faster rate than both the industry and the market. And to me, that's pretty strong, especially for a company that already has so much so much revenue right now. For them to increase their earnings, that would that would do amazing things um, to their stock price and, and just amazing things to their earnings per share. So even though their revenue growth is a bit slow, it's still it's it's still beating the market. It's just not as fast as the industry. But when you're already one of the when you are the market leader, you would expect the industry to grow faster than you. That's sometimes the side effect of being the leader in the space. 
All right, so next I want to take a look at their earnings presentation. Let's take a look at some of the slides. We're only going to look at a few, don't worry. We won't look at everything. I just highlighted the ones I thought were pretty cool to see. Next, this is the actual slide I, I really wanted to take a look at, and it, it's pretty much their net sales. So like I mentioned, they net, their net sales are broken down into three segments. North America, which makes up about 62% of their total revenue, sitting at about $198, billion, 90, $198 million in the past 12 months. Um, so this is trailing 12 months revenue. The second in line is international coming in at 26% and about 80, $84 million. And last place comes in with aws which is their clouding platform and clouding platform makes up 12 percent at close to 40 million dollars so we can see right a huge port most of this company's revenue comes from north america very little comes from the clouding but we're going to take a look at later in a bit how clouding even though it's the smallest revenue collector is the one that makes the most money for uh, for amazon um, but one thing I want to do is I actually want to compare this to same time last quarter. So let me just pull that up real quick to see how it was. So same time last quarter, if we're taking a look side by side, AWS last quarter was a bigger portion of, of total of total revenue. Last year, last quarter, it was 13%. So you might be like, Jose, how is that possible? I thought we saw AWS increase by about 20 something percent. Why is it now a smaller portion? This means that internet, North America and internationals are growing at a faster pace. It, it seems like international um, North America just grew ridiculous in revenue. So even though in the past trailing 12 months, AWS right now is sitting at 39, about 40 million, where just a quarter ago was about 37 million. Um, we can see AWS is growing at a fast level just e-commerce right now is growing at a faster level so again this continues to tell me e-commerce right now is the top dog happening in, in this market clouding is growing but when we compare the two out of the two it seems like the e-commerce is is the leading is the leading monster all right so next what i wanted to take a look at were the uh Inc. north the Right, so next what i wanted to take a look at were the comp were the segments income operating income so net sales for north america remember is is close to 62 percent of total revenue out of the 55 million dollars that they made in sales this quarter on they only keep about two million dollars in in operating income so yes they're they're profitable in north america but you can see the margins are very low i want to say what's that that's uh, about five percent a little less than five percent margins there but remember as a uh, most retail stores have low margins that's what is expected all right so next i want to take a look at international sales so international sales were about 22 million closer to 23 million dollars and this was actually the first quarter they made profits and this was a 345 million dollars again very similar to 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 um to north america sales this is again more of a retail space where margins are pretty low and it does seem like they were always in the negative but now this is the first quarter that they've made profits from from international sales and that to me is pretty impressive and um we're going to take a look later on in another presentation to see where that money is coming from next let's take a look at aws so aws which is their clouding only does 10, about $11 billion in revenue. And out of that $11 billion, 
it made close to 3.4 million billion dollars in 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 operating income so even though this comp this segment is about five times smaller than internet than north america sales it makes way more money than it and it just shows the strength of the cloudy market for amazon all right so now we're going to take a quick look at their earnings release here i'm going to take a look at some some cool items that they mentioned that they did this quarter and then we're going to take a look at some other financial documents and finally i'm going to end up giving my thoughts so amazon posts a lot of things that they do and i'm only going to mention the ones i think are are pretty cool but feel free to check out this all this information can be found in their investors relations the first thing i want to take a look at is amazon increased their delivery capacity by over 160 percent and tripled their grocery pickup locations to support customers online grocery sales tripled in the second quarter when compared to same time last year and overall this i'm not this to me shows me that amazon knows that when when there's market growth to be grabbed they're going to do everything to make sure they're grabbing it's just telling me that they are a, a business that knows how to do things when when they're able to grab market and next i want to take a next i'm going to mention a, a portion i did not know amazon did um and their groceries work with the supplemental nutritional assistance program by the united states uh, so snap benefits can also be used in amazon's groceries which i thought was was pretty impressive and about more than 90 percent of snap households with the ability are, are now able to use the ability to use their snap benefits online um, amazon also made a counterfeit crimes unit to make sure counterfeit um counterfeit items are are not that likely in amazon and i believe this is another important product in their prime video they launched something that they called watch parties which enables prime members to interact with other members via chat on desktop while while watching tv and again this overall shows how amazon has their hands in so many different things and wants to continue to grow and knows the proper platforms and knows the proper market where where all this growth is coming from all right so next i want to take a look at alexa the only one i found pretty interesting is alexa's integration has been adapted into more brand, more automo automotive brands um general motors volkswagen toyota and lexus next the one that was i'm really really happy to talk about is the aws aws for me cloudy market is one of my bullet biggest and to me i'm still surprised i do not have a share of amazon or i don't own amazon especially since since i'm very bullish in all their segments and i know i know i've been seeing i'm not a slack stock author either but aws and slack announced a multi-year agreement to deliver solutions for enhanced enterprise workforce collaborations so congratulations uh, i'm pretty sure this is definitely old news that happened earlier this quarter but again just in case you are a slack holder and you did not know that aws and slack are working together this is one i thought was pretty interesting and i'm pretty sure no one else is going to find this interesting aws announced amazon interactive video services which is a managed service which is a managed server customers may use to set up live interactive video streams for web or mobile applications in just few minutes and this is the same thing that they use to power their twitch and to me this is actually pretty impressive because if there's any any entrepreneurs out there right now and this is completely off the stocks if any entrepreneurs i would feel like this is a market that a lot of businesses are going to try 
to to use in the future so if you are if you have some form of entrepreneur spirit if you are some form of cloudy of of coding user I've, I definitely would say take a look at this Amazon a, um, IBS thing. Um, I personally don't know much about coding. I do have some limited things, but this is something I am very excited. And if I had more time, I would definitely follow. Um, so just throwing that out there, maybe so there might be some entrepreneurial um, people listening right now and completely off topic. All right. So next, I want to take a look, a quick look again at those sales. And remember how this was the first year that international sales, this was actually one of the first quarter international sales made money for Amazon. And we can see here, for example, same time last year, it seems like net sales and operating expenses tend to go on on a one-to-one basis for, for, for Amazon. They're a little bit more higher in the operating expenses, but usually there comes a point where where the net sales start to take over. And that's what seems that's what seems like might have happened right now. International sales saw a huge bump increase in price. So maybe if it keeps we'll have to take a look at it in the next quarter. But if it stays above these values, it might mean that we have now broken Amazon has broken the point where now net sales will start making some form of money for Amazon. Again, this is more of a retail store, so margins are usually very low, but to have it profitable is a definitely a big step for Amazon. All right, so next I want to take a quick look at this company's balance sheet. Let's just start off with total assets. So total assets right now are sitting at about close to $258 billion compared to $225 billion same, um, just two quarters ago at the end of their 2019 physical year. So that's an increase of about $23 billion. A huge portion of that actually comes from total current assets. They saw a nice increase in quick cash. Right now they're sitting at, at close to at close to $70 billion of quick cash compared to same time last um, to just two quarters ago, they were around $54 billion of quick cash. So they increased their quick cash by about $14 billion, I, I would say. Um, and that that's one of the main reasons total assets went up. The second reason is they did see a huge increase in property and equipments. They did a, a few acquisitions, I think, last quarter. So that might have increased there. But remember, right now they're also increasing their capacity in their in their in their distribution centers with, and more equipment right now, especially with everything that's happening with COVID-19. That also increases this property and equipment right now. So overall, total assets increased by about 23, about 23, no, $28 billion. Next, the last thing you want to see is total debt increased by that level. And total debt back then was 163. Total debt now is sitting at about 185 billion. So that was an increase of $22 billion. So the good thing we see is total assets increase at a faster rate than total liabilities. But at the same time, uh, that was a huge increase in total liabilities. The main portion was about a 10 billion increase in long-term debt. All right. So now my thoughts on Amazon. First, I do believe they did a great, uh, I I do believe they have great earnings. And we can see after hours, they're up 5% for that reason. I'm very bullish on their AWS, their cloudy market. And we can see that the e-commerce market is the one that analysts were 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 not over bull even though they were bullish on they weren't as bullish as they should have been so that kind of gave some opportunity 
to to companies that are in this market so uh, like i i mentioned it, it it's it's very happy for me for for my companies that are in form of e-commerce or some form of e-payment as well it does seem like the analysts were a little too bullish on cloudy market and amazon which is one of the top dogs did not meet that bullishness ahead of time but again we're seeing strong growth amazon with that huge with that beat finally if international sales being profitable another positive things to me i do not have any shares of amazon and i do not understand why i am an investor that is in very it's it's only even though i have about 47 positions in my portfolio i'm really only invested in about six markets and amazon is in about three of those markets that i'm bullish on so maybe it might be time for me to open up a position in amazon and the way i invest might be different from the way others invest so like i said this is not advice this is just how i would think things i only put a few hundred dollars every week on the on the stock market so every week i put about four hundred dollars obviously a four hundred dollars month would not a four hundred dollars a week is not going to buy me an amazon share but that's okay i don't really look at shares i just look at monetary value so amazon might be one that i'm i seem okay that i wouldn't mind dollar cost averaging up or down um but at the moment right now i'm still i'm still debating if i should really open up a position it's not about the valuation right now like i said with the power of dollar cost averaging if i believe this company can continue to rise dollar cost averaging will help me out because I'm, some days i might buy low some days i might buy high it's in markets i'm very bullish on they had very great earnings to me, I, 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 I don't know. I'm leaning more to wait and see, but at the end of the day, I don't understand why. And this could be one of my, one of my big mistakes. So let me know, what are you, what are you guys going to do with Amazon? I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Like always, make sure to hit the thumbs up. Make sure to subscribe. Take care, guys, and have a good night.